all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. It's the end of the week and day 10 of the lockdown. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the All You Need to Know podcast from Bloomberg Quint. It's not good news on the coronavirus front. The total number of cases in India surged over the past couple of days and now stands at above 2000 according to information available on the health ministry's website. It only took 4 days for the number of infected to double to the current number. 53 people have died so far because of the infection. And what's more, a 56-year-old man in Dharavi who tested positive for the virus passed away, raising fears of a contagion in the highly populated slum. Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Thursday told chief ministers that to check the spread of the novel coronavirus, testing, tracing, isolation and quarantine should remain the focus in the next few weeks. Now banks will start cash transfers to women Jandhan account holders from the 3rd of April that is today as part of a series of measures that the government has announced to mitigate the impact of the nationwide lockdown 500 rupees will be deposited in the accounts held by women under the Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Yojana according to the Indian Banks Association statement This will be the first of three monthly remittances that the banks will make according to the IBA. Globally, coronavirus cases have now crossed the 1 million mark with more than 51,000 having died. That's according to the latest available data. This is barely 4 months after the pathogen surfaced in Wuhan and there are concerns that the actual number of infected might be much higher. There's an update in the oil market. You'll remember that the prices of crude oil plummeted after Saudi Arabia and Russia had a falling out which resulted in the breaking up of the OPEC Plus alliance. Both then proceeded to ramp up production at a time when global demand has fallen sharply. Well, US President Donald Trump has said that he expects Saudi Arabia and Russia to cut oil production by about 10 million barrels after he spoke by phone with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman on Thursday. Trump didn't specify whether the production cut would be per day. He said Prince Mohammed had spoken to Russian President Vladimir Putin about their oil price war. In a subsequent tweet, he said, and I quote, could be as high as 15 million barrels unquote but interestingly a putin spokesperson dmitry peskov said that the russian president had not spoken to the crown prince and immediately following the tweet saudi arabia said it had called an urgent meeting of the opec plus alliance that includes russia to discuss a fair agreement signaling it would only cut output if others do so as well The White House declined to comment on the tweets. Now the hope that the ongoing oil price war will end pushed US equities higher despite a woeful jobs report. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits soared to a record 6.65 million last week. That's more than double the previous record which was only hit in the prior week. In corporate news back home, Aurobindo Pharma has said it reached a mutual agreement with Sandoz 
to terminate the deal to acquire the Novartis AG subsidiaries generic oral solids and dermatology businesses in the US. The company said the decision was taken as the companies did not get the US Federal Trade Commission's approval within anticipated timelines. And more than a dozen lenders to Suzlon Energy signed off on a second restructuring plan for the debt-ridden wind power company. The plan entails a haircut of 68% of Suzlon's outstanding debt for the lenders involved. Look up the details in the story on the website bloomberquint.com. Now, stocks in the Asia-Pacific region have started mixed, and with U.S. equity futures pointing to declines, the week could well end on a negative note for global equities, including India. To tell you more about the Indian market, here's Agam Vakil. Morning, Agam. Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. The SGX Nifty futures are currently marginally in the red, indicating another tentative start to trade. We come from a trading holiday, so there's plenty of news to be catch up with. And we start with Reliance Industries, which will raise 25,000 crores via NCDs. This makes things challenging for the oil and gas to telecom major, which seeks to go debt-free by 2021. Now, Moody's Investor Service slashed the outlook for Indian banking system to negative from stable over disruptions to economic activity from the coronavirus outbreak, worsening the slowdown, says the ratings agency. JSW Steel's promoters have pledged an additional 2.3% stake, and we also have the OMCs, that is IOC, BPCL, and HPCL in focus. They say Given the current crisis, they have decided not to pass on the cost incurred to produce BS6 fuel. Earlier, the companies were supposed to take a price hike of about half to one rupee a litre. The OMCs have incurred a capital expenditure of 35,000 crore rupees. In a quarterly update for the fourth quarter, RBL Bank says its net interest margin is at an all-time high and the net interest income growth is higher than its advances and balance sheet growth. Its liquidity coverage ratio stands at 127% for March, and some runoffs of deposits in this quarter have been witnessed, but it isn't significant. Credit Access Grameen says its gross loan portfolio grew 38% year-on-year to 9,903 crores in the fourth quarter, and the number of active borrowers grew 18% year-on-year. The company says its business was as usual until 20th of March 2020, and from 23rd March, in the event of the national lockdown, All weekly centre meetings, disbursements and collections were temporarily stopped till the lockdown is in effect. Manapuram Finance said in a conference call that 46% of its loan loans are online where transactions are taking place even as we speak and daily transactions are to the tune of 400 crores even now. Gold loan customers are not asking for moratorium. And in the pharma sector, besides Orbindo Pharma that Alex spoke about. We also have Cipla, which has announced the successful completion of phase three clinical studies of generic version of the GSK's respiratory drug, Adverdiscus. The product is indicated to treat several respiratory ailments in patients four years and older.
Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And with that, it's a wrap on this edition of All You Need to Know. Thanks so much for listening in. You'll find updates over the course of the day on the website BloombergQuint.com on everything markets, business, and of course, on the coronavirus. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day, a better weekend, and do stay safe. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 